0: Welcome to the Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Brick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. Caleb, we want to talk today about sort of the state of play of generative AI and analytics and some things, some thoughts we have around why people may struggle with it in 2024. Uh, To start with, uh, we do a review once a quarter to see what the new tools are, what they look like, how they seem to be working. Frankly, we haven't seen a lot of advance over the last, I don't know, 90, 120 days. Still seeing tools that are sort of wrappers on LLMs, um, tools that are creating SQL statements to go out and get some data um, to try to give you an answer to, to what you're asking in a question. And it still feels to me like this is something for, um, I don't know, more of a, a bleeding edge adopter rather than your general business person not qu- quite ready for prime time but the bigger problem is something that you pointed out as we were discussing here which is
1: yeah was well obviously you got to have your data in, in a good spot exactly. right? like that's yeah. that's kind of step number one um you know i think i think from my perspective it's interesting because there's Chat like Chat GBT, for example, there have been so many advances in that thing since the initial hype. Like, there's so many cool things. It's I was amazing. Like, yeah. Using it today, I was saying, you know, do this. I need this image and it created an image. You don't have to go to Doll. like you used to have to go to Dolly Yeah. Right? the different website. Now yeah. Dolly's in Chat And then so it generated the image and I was like, okay, now I need a fake name for this company. And now I need, uh, could you generate a theme? file for power bi for this company as well and it's like did it do that it did everything for oh, me. so fantastic. it was it was it was awesome right so that thing is you know advancing and i think what that tells me is that i think that's indicative of the rest of ai is continuing to move forward you just may not see like we're probably not going to see another big like oh chat gbt like you know uh, revelation mind. right yeah. again But these subtle improvements are just kind of the stepping stones to get us to the place, really the the euphoric place that we've dreamt of where you can just ask, you know, what happened yesterday in my business? Obviously, it's going to be a little bit more specific than that now, maybe not later. And it will just like give you the answer, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you can make the systems do that. And we've even done some stuff internally your data has to be really dialed in for that to work well. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we'll talk in another podcast about all the things that need to need to be there. But uh, we think it's coming. I mean, I think actually, based on the review this quarter, I think Copilot for Power BI is still likely gonna be the front runner, in my mind, for really usable um, analytics, generative AI analytics for business people. The stuff that I'm seeing now in the preview looks a lot like what they previewed back at the Build Conference in May that was so mind-blowing. It's not quite as slick, but it's getting there. But even that, you've got to have your data in order. So there's going to be a lot of work for people to do to get there, I think, for most companies. We, we reviewed a couple of surveys recently, uh, AWS and Salesforce survey. Um, I think even people are self-reporting that they're not really organized data-wise to be able to take good advantage of this. And so I think something we talked about months ago was if you're not getting yourself in order now, when this stuff does hit, when you know Power BI Copilot is supposed to go into preview for everybody at the end of the first quarter, you're not going to be able to take advantage of it.
1: Yeah. Where, where would you, like, if you owned a company right now, let's say you're a, the head of data at a mid market company or something, where would you want your company to be? Like, what would, what would you see the characteristics of the company to know? Like, okay, we're, we're in a good spot
0: for when this happens. Yeah. So at a really high level, I'd want to actually have consolidated my data into a, a single platform you know, a data lake, one lake in, in fabric for me. Um, so that consolidation first is the first step. I would just want it all there and I want it coming in every day or every hour depending on the data source, you know that type of thing. Um, and then to actually build a semantic layer, sort of a generalized semantic layer that relates those various data sources um, in a, you know at least in a very general way, the ones that can be, Um, at the very least on on date, timestamps, you know, that type of thing. Um, But then there's so much more, right? You've got to get in and make sure that you've got column names that are – or at least in your semantic layer, you've got column names that are human, understandable and likely to be things that people are going to refer to. You've got to make sure that your uh, measures and KPI – you know, DAX formulas or whatever you're using are are correct. I was talking to one of our engineers this morning over coffee, and he told me about an argument at one of our clients about what revenue is. How do you define it? It was a hard argument. I mean, there was a lot of opinions on how they define revenue. So it seems like, well, I don't need to do that. There's a column with revenue in it. No, it's not that not that easy. So there are those types of things to do to get your data sort of certified and ready. Um it's going to be the same old problem if you don't, where the CFO asks the system for for an answer to a question and gets one. The head of sales asks the same question and gets something, and they're not agreeing that they're getting a good answer. And so adoption is not going to be good. People aren't going to use it. You're not going to be able to take advantage of sort of the, the leverage, the multiplier effect of having this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So have your data in one spot, have some semantic models built, that kind of. Relate some things together. I think the um, I think those are good. The only thing I'd add is that you have, which kind of your your example about the revenue kind of touched on is you have some data literacy in your company. Like people are starting to understand it, and you have somebody who knows somebody or a team of people who know your data really, really well. Yeah. All right. I think once you, if you have those pieces in place, um, and you've got some reporting, and then you're starting to get some consensus and um the definitions of revenue for example i think by the time these things start coming out you're going to be really well positioned to to put um the things in place like metadata and that type of thing to where these tools are going to be able to use it um a lot faster than someone who is either starting from scratch or just kind of has a kludge of of things going on yeah um and honestly between those two if you're Already had some analytics and, you know, you're kind of working away at it, but you didn't really know what was going on back there versus starting from zero. I'd rather start from zero.
0: Just so it's clean.
1: So you can start. Yep. So you can start clean and kind of get those things in place because kind of uncoupling an already existing system um, to make kind of retrofit it is going to be a way bigger task than building something kind of from scratch.
0: So if you were if you were looking at it, if you were at a company that had to deal with this and let's say you had an old Kimball style, style data warehouse you would say fine keep using that for your analytics but let's go ahead and pull the data into a modern data lakehouse structure something like that so let's start fresh mm-hmm. let's make sure to get that stuff right exactly rather right. than going in and saying all right where is this screwed up and let's try to fix
1: it yeah how do we how do we make this work i'd much rather be be going that route
0: that's like, right, interesting.
1: How do, we, how do we kind of build this from scratch so that it fits?
0: I, I agree with that. I think the other thing you said that caught my attention in that is,, uh Be using, make sure you've got analytics and reporting going now so that you're getting consensus, so that you're cleaning data, Mm -hmm. um, so that you don't have to start doing that when, you know, Copilot for Power BI is going to hit. People who are on Office 365 or using those types of tools are going to want to use it. And if they haven't done that, they're going to be disappointed. It's going to be a pain.
1: Yeah, right. That's what's going to be the delay, right, is doing those things that aren't necessarily getting your data into a lake, for example. It's like, no, now you have to do the, I guess, for lack of a better term, like the more soft skill type stuff with your data around what is revenue, you know, getting yeah. everybody to understand what that is and defining it. Um, and that's just, you know, one example. There's all kinds of those edge cases that you're going to have to start defining. And if you don't, if you're not doing that now or you you haven't done that, that's that's a process. Yeah. It's not an overnight
0: thing. Do you think if someone's got, let's say they've got an old mature Kimball-style data warehouse sitting on a SQL server somewhere, do you think it's not worth it for them to try to make that work? You think they're still better off going fresh? Uh,
1: I mean, it depends, right? I mean, if you're, I don't know what it would really depend on, I guess, how clean that is and and if you're willing to um, maybe push that somewhere. Like, you could, you could use your warehouse still if it's working well and um, you have no complaints with it to, like, push the output of that of whatever you're sending to your reports, we call it reporting views. So you could push the result of those reporting views to like a lake environment um, where it's going to be easier for for something like uh, an AI to to look at it and give you some examples back. Um, the other, you know, the way that we're thinking about it, it really doesn't matter if it, where the data is stored, like if it's a lake house or a, a warehouse, what we're thinking about doing is Combine. We're actually working on it and kind of thinking through how this would work, but um, compiling metadata about the metrics. So, like, what is revenue, you know, yeah. having those definitions and then um, defining where those answers live, feeding that to um, our AI agent. And then when a question comes in, it can look at that information that we fed it and know where to go get the data. And we're thinking that um, it would just be a Power BI model that it's just going running a DAX query, getting the answer and bringing it back. Yeah. Um, Now we're in the very early stages of this, and there's a lot more than that very high level that I just explained. But, um, you know, so I guess tying that back to your question, that wouldn't matter if it's coming from a warehouse or a lake at that point, if you have an existing warehouse. But what does matter is having that good, clear um, documentation, really metadata, so that AI can understand what it's doing and what it's looking for, and yeah. give you good answers.
0: And the data, the metadata, has to be set up in such a way that the AI can use it easily. Mm-hmm. Cons, you know, some kind of consistent setup that is going to make sense to it. It's yeah. not uh, you're not going to be writing free text <laughs> probably to yeah. describe these things.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you maybe to some extent. Like, well, I think what I'm envisioning is like revenue, and then you've got okay, revenue is. This like plain speak explanation of it. And the goal of that is so that when somebody asks a question that might be revenue, it can kind of figure out, okay, yeah, that's probably revenue. Okay. There's more context um, there. Yeah. yeah. And then it would also know this is where it gets a little bit more complicated. So let's say that you want to know what revenue was then it says, okay, this is a revenue question. And then, then you have to say, okay, where do I get this from? Because you yeah. might have 10 different models, right? right? And you want to send it to the model with revenue. So
0: the metadata would tell it that. Yeah, so you would right. go
1: look that up and say, okay, this model is where you need to owe your revenue. And then it would give you back whatever DAX formula based on the rest of the context of the question. To give yeah. you, a result. that's cool. So yeah, and there's a lot more of to that too. Yeah, talking about vectors and stuff, but we won't get into all
0: that. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you guys are doing some cool stuff back there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. To wrap this up, it's still coming. (laughs) It's getting better and better. Um, It's not quite there yet. Uh, And the message that we've been sort of preaching for a while is get your data ready. I think you're going to be sorry if you don't.
1: Yeah. And one last thing that that made me think of is that, you know, we've said that a lot in our, in our podcast, but you know, we've not, we haven't really provided much deal to detail on like exactly what that means. Yeah. So I, I I think that through this work that I was just describing kind of what this metadata looks like and stuff, um, we kind of touched on it now, like what the definitions of your key metrics are. That's really important. No matter what you're doing, whether it's AI or not, you need to have a consistent metric, but a lot of times companies it's just kind of implicit and maybe it was defined a long time ago and everybody just kind of accepts it. There's no real definition behind it. Start doing those things. And then hopefully, um, I'm fully planning on through our AI work that I just described. I want to, we're going to come up with like, here are the things that we need in order for our, our model to work. Um, and maybe we can put something like that out
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh it, when
1: it's ready. So people can start actually making some progress towards getting themselves ready.
0: Yeah, great. I like that. All right, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Talk to you soon. All right. See you.